Hey, welcome back to the show, Everything Under the Sun, where we talk about everything and anything under the sun. New week, new episode. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, same. I'm doing alright. I um I injured my ankle. Very nice. Yeah. Why? Uh, I was playing football. How? And then oh, actually, I was I was just walking. You know, I was just walking. I was walking around, Hello? and the pitch was uneven. And then my left ankle just slipped. Uh, and then I oh, and just like that, I tore my ligament. <laughs> You tore your freaking yeah. ligament up. <laughs> Very nice. Oh, By shit. walking, bro. Walking. <laughs> Very nice. I wish Amazing. I wish we I wish we were talking about injuries, but that's not what we're talking about today. In the spirit of Halloween Day and uh, Spooktober, which is today, uh officially, uh we are gonna be exploring some horror stories. It's gonna be a horror podcast. Spokey. So if Spooky podcast. Horror. Spookcast. If you will. <laughs> no, please. Please no. But yeah, if you're scared, you can click away right now. Uh, if you are if you have the stomach for it, go. I mean, just stay on. Maybe it will scare you uh, with these stories. Um, yeah. So, I mean, with further, without further ado, strap in. Get your, get your whatever you need to feel comfortable. Popcorn. Wrap yourself up in a blanket. If you if that if that makes you feel safe, uh, dim the lights. Yeah, yeah. Because we'll be di- we'll be we'll be diving into some pretty freaky stories. Uh, so I'm on this Facebook page called Malaysia Horror Stories, and man, Malaysians have pretty freaky stories. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, there's no way to prove if the if these things actually happen, or if they just were things that they thought of, you know. But I mean. It's hard to tell. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Uh, right. Yeah, I mean, it. I mean, the page, right? Like the page sort of gives me, like Mr. Midnight vibes. Do you guys remember Mr. Midnight? Bro, <laughs> yeah. I used to love reading Mr. Midnight, man. Or like Singaporean horror stories. Do you do you, do you remember the book yeah. that we used to borrow from the from the library? Yeah, yeah I got yeah. Singapore ghost stories, something like that. Kind of freaky, kind of freaky. But uh, yeah. Without further ado. I'm just gonna de- just get. In, I'm just gonna get into the first story. Uh, it's titled "The Baby Next Door." <laughs> I love wow. it already. Exactly. Okay. Wait. I, wait. Just to maybe just to start it off, right? Are you guys a, like horror fans? Oh. Or are you guys like, you know? No. No. Not, not at all. <laughs> so it's actually it's actually yeah, same. It's actually very hard for me to to read all these <laughs> and not feel scared. <laughs> and my room is freaking dark, right? And there's like. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing else going on. So I, I mean, if you guys Chill. see a, a thing moving in the back, I don't know. Uh, just try and uh, just leave it in the comments or something. I might die or I might not. Let's see. <laughs> Let me know <laughs> if anything comes up from my cupboard behind. Oh my god! Behind okay, me. Okay. Uh, enough. Yeah. I love it. I, 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 I'm focused on the screen, so I can't look at whatever's behind me. So I think we should lay off that for a second. But um, <laughs> yeah, without further hey. ado. The baby next Take door. Take it away. Baby next door. Okay. I gotta go into my storyteller voice. <coughs> okay. The neighbor next door had a baby last year of 2020. During the pandemic, was really bad. Well, uh, English off the top, atrocious. <laughs> we, started have, we started hearing the crying baby five months ago 
And when I say crying, I don't mean normal baby cries, but intense screaming and crying. It sounds like the baby was injured or was frightened in a really bad way. The odd thing is, the baby would cry at very specific times in the night, from 9pm to 10pm, and from 3am to 4am. We know this because during 9pm, we would be in the living room um, watching TV, and we would notice, and during 3am, her cries would be so loud, it wakes us up as well. A few weeks ago, I came back from a night jog around 8.39pm. Looking at my watch, I thought to myself, ah yes, it's crying time. I was walking past the house and planning to go home, and there she was. The toddler left unattended because the parents was tr- were tired of her crying, so they let her be. She walked out to the fence of the house and started crying, pointing out in my direction. She was crying intensely and pointing in my direction. I quickly ran to, into my house and watched her at the side of my fence. But oddly, I was not the one that caused the... Eh? But un- oh, sorry. But oddly, she kept crying and pointing out the fence. At that point, I was relieved that I was not the one that was causing the problem. But at the same time, a chill was up my spine because she was pointing at nothing. Fast forward to a few days ago, my grandma came to visit me in the morning and go, and she went back at night around 8.55 p.m. We were still talking and hugging uh, her for goodbyes outside the fence when the baby walked out to the fence for her routine cry. As we saw this happening, my grandma quickly hopped into the car and quickly was on her way home. Soon after she reached, she called and asked, Did anyone pass away on the opposite house or the street? She's, we said, yeah, a woman passed away on the opposite house six months ago. Then my grandma said, oh, it's not a woman that she saw. It's more of a shadowy figure that looks like a tall man with a suit. Since then, we decided to pray for the baby until she stops her routine cries one day in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the end? That's the end. Wow. For a first story, okay. oh my gosh, I'm getting I'm getting goosebumps, guys. I I, I think it's still alright. For real? I think it's still alright. <gasps> yeah. Guys, no, I, I don't mean, think you get it. My, I'm in a freaking dark room. Okay, okay I need to... Bro, I need all, all of our rooms are dark. If you can see my room now, my cupboard door is legit like half open because it can't close properly. You know? <laughs> so, I'm just saying, man. Like, I don't know. Tall man in the suit? I <laughs> might just be me. I need it to let some light in because so now my frame looks brighter. <laughs> Stupid for that. I can't, I can't, I can't. I can't with these things. Um, and someone, I'm the one reading, dude. I'm, I'm crazy. I, I'm, I'm up. You want us to read? No, you no. want one of us to read instead? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> I got a, I got a, hmm, hmm, Okay. Okay, this next one is also from the same Facebook page, right? But it's more... Same person? I don't know if it's from the same person because it's like... It, it, it works like a con- college uh, confession page. So basically, they send uh, it into in the admin and then the admin will add it for them. Post. Yeah, so... I see, I see. Yeah, this one is called A True Ghost Story com- uh, hyphen Taxi Prank Gone Wrong, right? So Shit. <laughs> Sound yeah. like clickbait YouTube video. Clickbait, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, okay, uh, I'll just start. I had a friend that used to love doing pranks around the area where we used to live. He would take his phone out, put on the record button, and do his prank. After that, he would upload it to his YouTube channel. Sorry, that was... Bless. Maybe I'll try that again. Alright, cue the spooky music. This is the next story. A true ghost story. Taxi prank gone wrong. I had a friend that used to love doing pranks around the area where we used to live. He would take his phone out, 
put on the record button and prank people. After that, he would upload it to his YouTube channel. One time, he thought of an idea to prank taxi drivers at night. So let me explain on some taxi basics here. Wow, he's very, he's very helpful. Taxi drivers would switch a green light on the front of the dashboard so that passengers would see that the taxi is available and ready for the next passenger. But if they turn the light red, if that, they would turn the light red if there's a passenger in the car. So my friend decided to walk for 45 minutes to the nearest train station at night around 11 p.m. and prank these taxis by scaring them. So how did we prank on the taxi drivers? Well, he he's so conversational. Well, <laughs> he would wave his hands out to oncoming taxi drivers with the green lights on, and when we and when the taxi stopped beside him, he would look to the back of the seat which had nobody, which usually had nobody. And he would yell at the taxi driver, Dude, why did you put your green lights on when you already have a passenger? Are you stupid? That's evil, man. That's <laughs> freaking evil. And then he would act, re- and then he would act frustratedly. Uh, he would act frustrated and walk away. Uh, in the meantime, he would record the inside of the taxi as well as the driver's reaction, thinking that there's a ghost in the car, right? So he played this prank for like around mm. like four drivers, and in the end, at around il- at around one a.m., he got a few sh- good shots and scared reactions from the drivers, and he had enough of it. So he decided to end it there and wait for the next taxi to get a ride home. He waited for around fifteen minutes, and surely it was a taxi coming his way. So he waved, and the taxi stopped beside him. He opened the door at the back seat and told the address of his house to go back home. He was in a good mood. He was talking about. He was happy about the contents he got and he was talking to the taxi driver asking how was his day but the driver was silent. It was a quiet 15 minute ride home. As the taxi stopped, he paid the $10 fee with a $50 fee and waited for his change. Oh, he, so he paid $10 with $50 and waited for his change. Right. He just wanted to get the hell out of the car as soon as possible. After waiting for his change, he bolted out of the car and closed the door. As he watched the taxi drove drive away into the night, he was relieved. As he put change back into his wallet, he realized the change he got was Joss paper. Holy! Ay 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 I love it. This is so good. That one is karma, like, la. This one's like yeah. retribution, right? Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's like you make fun of the ghost in the backseat <laughs> of the taxi, but now the ghost drive you home. Oh, yo. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is legit, man. Legit stuff. But don't I, know, man. I, mean, I don't know if this. I don't know if these are actually true because it's like. Yeah, la, It sounds very fake. Like, it, it sounds like. Written, it sounds like, very. Literature. It sounds. It sounds very plausible. You know. Yeah, it sounds like it can come from. <laughs> it can come from Wattpad or something, and then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, this one is about. This one is like a forest story, right? So it's oh. like you go to a forest. Oh and no. then you see some weird shit, but okay, let's 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 see. I mean, the like they always say right that the forests in Malaysia are kind of haunted, man. Cause it's like, you yeah, man, some do you ghosts. do you know what to do and what not to do in the forest? I don't. I really so don't. like so like they say um if you're hiking, and uh-huh. if you hear someone call your name, never oh, never never look, never look back or like, to oh, shit. never respond. Really? Yeah. What if yeah. it's what if it's you like what if I'm hiking with you and you're behind me and then like you fell down and you call my name? I can't look. I I can't look back at you. No, I mean no, people. You can pe- recognize their voice, what? Yeah, I'll call you like Isaac. I won't call you a Isaac because it, it's weird for me to call you Isaac because no, I've been calling wait, wait, you no, Zach for so it. many times, right? 
I've been, I've been getting. I'm, I'm, I'm getting. I don't know. Sh- I'm getting shivers. I don't know whether it's whether they <laughs> call you or by your full name. And then you, you like, just don't respond to anything. Yeah, they call you Kai Xuan. Kai Xuan. Yeah, that's that's no, the only thing I know. Um, in hiking. I know one thing is that when we go out in like nature, right? Like like hiking or forest areas, right? Like my parents mm. always say, don't, don't make so much noise. Like don't like like. Keep laughing or keep shouting or whatever, because <laughs> really like uh? you disturb the spirits. I mean, that's what old people say, that right? I see. I see. You disturb. I, I've actually never heard of any of these. I just know that like the only thing I know is that you cannot whistle in the forest because you might attract snakes or whatever. <laughs> 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 yeah, but uh, anyway, back to the story. <laughs> so it's titled "I Saw Something in the Woods." Bro, for real. Forest story, crazy. Anyway, uh, so he said, I lived in the city of Cebu, Sarawak. Oh, Sarawak. Oh my goodness. Before I became a city boy, quote unquote, packing up my bags to around, eh, backing, oh, backing up to around 15 years ago. When I was around 15 years old, I used to love a routine night jog at around 8 to 9 p.m. around my house. Cebu houses are very big and has large forestry areas around them too. Same goes for mine in that case. But there was this, this one night I was stuck with some homework That I could only finish around 10pm And I was too bored out of my mind So I decided to just go on to my routine job Well as I mentioned The area around houses are full of, floor, are full of forests Which um, if there's something in the dark you, c- you wouldn't be able to see that And all, all, all you would be able to see Were the glowing eyes of owls Wildcats And even sometimes boars they are very dangerous. Um, this particular night when I was jogging, I could suddenly hear branches cracking and breaking in the woods on my right. It sounded like someone was run- decided to run in the forest. Bigfoot. Which I, which I thought was kind of stupid. But as I glanced to the side, I didn't see anything. I can still hear the noises of branches cracking though. So I decided to just stand there and listen to look at what's happening. And in my head, I thought boars were running around because you should either be human or a big-sized boar to make those branches crack so loudly. Please keep in mind that it was really dark, so it's really difficult to see. Seems that there is only, there's really someone in the woods standing there as well. The silhouette of a woman, she just stood there. And then I yelled out, Hello, who's there? We were staring at each other for a couple of seconds after I yelled. And she suddenly responded saying, I need your help, please help me. And she ran further into the woods. The way she spoke, it really worried me. She, she really sounded like someone in help, so in need of help. So I chased her into the woods, thinking to help her out. I ran and ran and kept asking her to stop, but she ran so fast into the woods while I was tripping here and there trying to catch up. After 30 seconds chasing her in, I realized something. I was freaking lost. It was all dark around me and I could hear faint cries around me. Someone was asking for help, sending chills down my spine. I screamed, where are you? Repeatedly, but no avail. And then the cries around me got louder and closer. So loud, even I myself started screaming for help because I was so terrified at the moment. It was then something hit me behind my head and I fainted. And I woke on the street where I started chasing the silhouette. I sat on the floor with a headache all alone in the dizzy state that I was in. I saw the silhouette in the far distance and I heard she cried in a a small voice. 
thanks for helping me. Then she ran into the woods and disappeared again. I looked at my watch. It was 11.45pm. I was so shocked I quickly ran home and explained everything to my mother who was worried sick and also received a good amount of scolding. Soon enough, I found out from a friend of mine that a news about a girl who was drugged and dragged into the woods by two men. Uh, she, was, she struggled in her dizzy state and the boyfriend hit her in the back of her head with a rock and she was raped and murdered by them. It was a tragic story which had happened and her screams and struggles falls into deaf ears. Fortunately, from what I heard, those two guys were caught by some local gang members and were beaten up badly before taken into the custody of the police. Nowadays, I would sometimes jog around that time, trying to meet the girl, but she never appeared again. Maybe she just needed someone to hear her cries before she could move on. Oh, yo. Whoa, this one actually I got me, man. That one was, was kind of scary. But then, I, I but then like it got me wondering, right, if he experienced the similar things that the girl experienced, did he get raped or so? <laughs> No lah. No lah. No, 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 no. Think about it. Think about it. The the way he said it, right? The way he said it was, he w- he ran into the woods, and then he was dizzy, and then he then someone hit him in the back of the head, and then he woke up on the street. I I think it was I don't know, like just like, like you say lah, like like the guy said like he wa- the girl wanted to see if someone would want to help her before she, quote unquote, moved on, right? But I. But you can never be too sure, man. Maybe the <laughs> maybe the ghost just wanted to do to someone else what was done to her. I mean, don't know. But but no, classic but Asian parents though, school you one. School right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but I feel like the yeah. story was quite like. I mean, it was it was tragic what happened to the girl, right? But it yeah. was sort of like the ending was sort of like, oh, the girl was like, thanks for helping me. And then she disappeared. Mm. And it was sort of like a... I wouldn't say sentimental, but it was like... It's you know? like It was quite... Yeah, I mean, it, w- it was scary, right? Mm. I mean, because the, the the premise and everything. Yeah, yeah. I think it's good because like... They, I, I, I think what you're trying to say is that it, at least the girl had a bookend to the story. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. This one, this next one is also another foresty related thing. It's called the banana tree. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. And uh, I don't know if you all know, but like, there's like a banana tree ghost on. You know? Huh? For real? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, basically, I mean, I saw this on a Singaporean show, right? Where the guy would go to a banana tree, and then like, he would summon a spirit. And then like, they would do some hanky-panky shit. <laughs> what? You heard of it? Yeah. Like they would, like he would, the, the spirit would like, kind of do it with him if you know what i mean you know get it on wow that you know that that sounds like a a sealy's american horror movie man no dude it's it's a singaporean one you know? oh shit so i mean like if singapore got uh, then i think malaysia banana tree also quite scary <laughs> gone case okay let's hear it the banana tree in malaysia we have tons of pantang larang or so-called taboos mm. which is true because of the wonderful mix of culture that we have mm. One of it is one of it that I remembered was not to stay under banana trees. This was a famous cultural taboo in my part of state in Johor, Malaysia. There was this one night. Me and my neighbors were bored, and we had nothing to do. Uh, so, first of all, we were in a rural village in Johor, so we usually spend time catching fish at riverside and catching bugs at night. 
So this day we, so the, so this day was the day that we decided to play hide and seek around a big farm of banana trees. Oh my god! Damn smart. Damn smart. Banana. Let's, let's there were five of us So one of us would be the seeker And the other four would hide Fortunately, I was not the seeker After a random game of rock, paper, scissors Fast forward to the story Was that four of us decided to run in different directions And getting, and got and we got our own hiding spots The seeker would then start counting down And started chasing us So there I was hiding under a banana tree myself mm. And from far apart, I could hear my friends running here and there when the seeker ca- caught catches caught a hider the hider would become a seeker as well and after reaching about five minutes into the game i started hearing three of my friends being caught so right now there were four seekers and only one hider which was me i sat under the tree closing up my eyes and mouth not making a single noise it was then where i felt water dripping into my head onto my head Shucks. and at first i thought whoa is it raining? Then I opened my eyes, water droplets started to drop more and more on my head. And as I wiped it off my hair, I realized that it had a sticky feeling to it. And as I opened my eyes and looked up, I saw a woman with her mouth bloodied and wide open. The water I felt was a saliva dropping down from her mouth. I shouted like a crazy person and ran towards the footsteps of my friends. All the while when I was running, I could hear a low screeching voice behind my back. It was just a few seconds that I finally managed to catch up to my friends and at first, they were laughing because they heard me panicking and asking them to run. Uh, but as they heard me panicking and asking them to run, they ran as well. Okay. <laughs> then we reached, we reached a nearby house near the farm and when we knocked on the door to ask for help, an old woman opened and let us in. We sat down and told her what happened and as my friends could also hear the screeching while we ran out of the place. The old lady made us some hot Milo and she calmly told us about not playing at the banana farm ever again. I'm telling you, bananas. <laughs> anyway, uh, somehow when we asked about her, what she when we asked her what she knew about it, she just smiled and said, "It's late. Do not worry about it." Oh. Before we left the place, she took out a small bottle which which looked and smelled like oil, I guess, and she rubbed it on all five of our foreheads when we had when we headed home. Sheesh. Hey, yo. Bro, <laughs> bro, I think right the the old woman murder murder like girls and then like Ex- put them exactly, in a banana dude. tree. Exactly. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. It's so late. Don't you should go home. Don't worry. Oh my god, bro. That's freaking creepy, man. That's creepy, man. Wait, are you when you guys are recording this right? Like. Is your back against the wall? My back is not yeah, against the wall. Yeah, my back is down. not against the wall too. And like... No. <sighs> no. So I had, to turn, I had to let some light in. I had to oh, draw my curtains because I'm freaking scared. <laughs> but yeah, chill out. Anyway. But bro, that, that was creepy as heck, man. That was freaking creepy. That was very creepy. Uh, that's why I mean banana trees, man. Don't, don't mess around with banana trees. Freaking out. You mess with any other tree in the garden, in the forest, or everything. Don't mess with the banana tree. I'm serious. What the hell? My goodness. <sighs> yeah. yeah At yeah, first, like when they heard, when yeah. they heard like when I when the guy felt like water dripping, right? 
thought when you look up you see like a giant bat or something. But then it was a freaking dead right. body. Amazing. I I don't know man. It's kinda kinda creepy. Uh anyway, this one is about the Karak Highway. Uh this next one. And if you know if you've been in Malaysia long enough or if you've been a Malaysian, you probably know the Karak Highway is kinda haunted. Yeah. You man. see like random cars. I've never yeah, heard yeah. my I never heard my parents tell me about Karak Highway. No. Oh really? But I mean, it's a it's an urban legend, lah. It's not like a. Oh really? It's not like a. Lo- it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not an old legend. It's more of an urban legend. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, seasoned drivers around the area would would tell okay, you, okay, okay. Uh, I mean, but I mean, this is just what one person has said. So I mean, this story is not on the Facebook page anymore. This this story is on Wattpad, right? Yeah. Then how <laughs> real will we be? I yeah, I mean, you never know. But it's it's a Malaysian story about car habit. I guess it's only so, one way to uh, find out. Road trip more exactly, so the road trip. Oh, you wanna be you wanna you wanna do ghost hunting <laughs> videos? <laughs> we should change. <laughs> we should change our our <laughs> dish. Our dish, okay. But yeah, um, this one is titled "Kark Highway." In parentheses, it says the family car broke down, right? Hmm. Okay, so I'll start. There was once a couple with a baby traveling on the highway at night. It was during the festive season and they chose to travel during the ungodly hour to avoid massive traffic jams to reach home. Little did they know that their decision was about to change their lives forever. As it was late at night, the roads were quiet along the lonely and deserted stretch. It was at that time that the car broke down, finally giving way to the continuous jerks and weird noises for a while. The husband was surprised at the car and as the car had been inspected and ensured to be in good condition, prior to the travel, as the road was rather deserted at the hour and barely a passing vehicle could be spotted, and they were unable to get help. The husband then decided to get out of the car to check on the car instead of just waiting inside as it was still and as it was still a long way to dawn. He told the wife to stay inside the car with the child and to keep the doors locked at all times and not to budge even if she heard sounds from the outside. He got down to the car he got down from the car and walked around to see whether he could find any petrol station or houses nearby. The wife patiently waited, but after what seemed like a long time, she started to worry for her husband's safety. The child was also crying at them, and that made her restless. At the same time, a car was passing by and it slowed down but sped off after passing her car. It was a police car, and she noticed and the car stopped a few meters in front of her and the police got out with her loudspeaker and shouted for her to get down slowly and walk towards them and not to look back. She was unsure of what to do, but she obeyed the orders of the policeman anyway and got down with her child. As she reached the police car, she turned back out of curiosity and it was then when she saw the most horrifying sight. Her husband was headless on top of the car and there was a creature which was feasting on him. The police hurried her into the car and sped away. Yeah, this is the this this is the story that I I know about. Oh really? Yeah. Like Creature. every time like, during back during high school, we always want our teacher to tell us like horror story cause like for fun la. <laughs> and then like right. and then yeah, this was the one. So like it was there was this rule, um like you cannot mm-hmm. you can't you can't pass a the this particular car uh on Karak um uh, at certain time one, I forgot what time. Mm. And then yeah, just hearing this story, right, really like 
makes me makes me think back like when I first heard the story, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> mm. I I honestly didn't see the ending coming. <laughs> no no man. Not gonna lie. Seems a bit sus to me. I I just don't find these kind of things believable. Uh. Not gonna lie. Right, right, right. But Okay, yeah. but maybe you would believe this next one. It is about the Genting Highlands. Oh shucks! Everyone know Genting Highlands. No, wait, the hotel, the Genting. <laughs> what was it? One World Is it One World Hotel? Yeah, um, yeah. We all know hotel. about that, lah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll I'll just go. Haslima, a housewife, had booked two rooms at the hotel for two days and three nights for seven people. They spent the rest of the day at the arcade and the theme park, and then they had dinner. And Haslima and her Indonesian maid Nana had just given her baby son a bath and were playing with him at the living room. The three-year-old boy was distracted and waved happily at something at the window of the Honestly. living room. But when Haslima turned to look at the living room window, she was totally dumbfounded and shocked to see a woman looking from th- from them looking at them from the outside window on the 17th floor. Haslima's maid Nana also saw the nightmarish scene and she was desperate and she futilely waved her arm with the baby's feeding bottle to fend off the thing from the window. Haslima saw that the woman on the outside was actually floating in the air and the woman had a long black had long black hair and her complexion was very pale, practically white as if somewhat someone with makeup on. The gusting wind and swirling fog and mist partially covered the outside terrifying the terrifying scene on the outside. And Haslima's husband by now had seen the petrifying apparition who had seen the petrifying apparition hurriedly grabbed the baby and his wife whereas Haslima's old uncle quickly said the azan at the same time trying to hold back the trying to hold back Haslima's auntie frightened by the prayers or by the commotion the ghostly woman slowly floated away Haslima and her fam- and, fa- and her family members were so shocked that they left with the lights on on that they huddled together the rest of the night together wow the English is really very interesting. Um, they checked out early next morning and vowed to never come back. Whew. Very nice. Wow, wow, we wow. got a lot, of, a lot of interesting stories for like, Gunting. Yeah. Yeah, I man. Mean, like, you see, you, you see one burned car by the side of the road, you're so scared already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Um, maybe we can do one more. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Out of everything, I feel like the Gunting one is the most... I wouldn't say realistic, but like... Because I heard la, mm-hmm. like, the... Because a lot of people, like, they lose money Gunting, then they go to a hotel and they just never come back. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't know whether it's like the one more hotel or it's like that particular hotel. But, but yeah. Because mm. Gunting got a few hotels, right? Or is it just one? I've never been to Gunting very long already. Yeah, I got, it. got a, a few, few yeah. So, do you know? Pick your Gunting hotel wisely, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, choose, choose your hotel, hotel wisely. Choose your hotel wisely. Yeah, don't go to the... Uh, don't go to the other ones. Okay, okay. Let's see. This one is about... Uh, Amber Court. What? Oh, what's oh, that? Oh. So, also another Gunting one. Am- Dude, I tell Amber you, Court. Like, almost... Almost all the almost all the the horror stories here are from Genting. Amber Court like, is the famous hotel um, where a lot of shit went down. Ah, let's yeah. hear it. In the 
in the 70s, I think. Once, bro. Yeah. So it's called Genting Creeps! Exclamation mark. Amber Court. Very nice. Very yeah. nice titles. Uh, that they Very have. ambiguous. <laughs> it can mean a lot of things. Very ambiguous. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so I'll start. It was really cold and damp that afternoon. Actually, no. Let, let me get some water first. It was really cold and damp that afternoon. We stopped at the main entrance of Amber Court and gave second thoughts about entering the place. Thanks to Wayne, he suggested that we should all have a, have at least a look since we've all we've all drive, driven we've driven all the way here. As we entered the lobby, there was only one receptionist at the counter on the, on his game console. The rest of the area was empty and hollow. All sundry shops were closed down. It was as if I had entered a building under renovation. The entire building was so vacant you could you could hear your echo traveling through the hallway. We asked to check in, and guess which floor were we given? The 14th floor. According to Chinese superstition, the number 14 signifies a bad omen. I requested the change to a lower level, but the receptionist insisted it can't be done, giving me reasons such as that's just the policy. What's the point to tell me a policy without any reason at all? Bollocks. Clearly, there were hardly any guests in this apartment, or perhaps none at all. So the only policy I could see here is that he just couldn't be bothered. Perhaps he was... It was his atten- intention to get rid of us just by giving us the haunted room to suspect. Again, this is just the author speculating. But let's, let's go on. Not intending to waste any more time, we took the keys off of him and entered the lift up to the 14th floor. It was quite a slow journey up. It gave me some time for my thoughts to wonder about imagining if a ghost would stand before us when the doors opened. Of course, imaginations remained imaginations. Quiet and cold, we walked out of the lift and towards our room. And what a surprise, the door had padlocks on top of the keyhole. Strange. Wayne inserted the keys. It took him a while with a bit of struggle. In the midst of the struggle, out of nowhere, I suddenly heard a girl howl. A howl like a wolf. A howl like you have always heard in scary movies. It wasn't like someone getting raped, yelling for help. It It was what one can call the ideal howling of a female ghost. What is the ideal howling of a female ghost? I don't get it. Um, but I'll go on. The howling lasted five seconds long, and I swear I was not hallucinating. At this point, because this way, because the way this story is framed sounded like scary movies, some of you may be laughing hard, thinking this poor girl is delusional, or she must be too tired, or it must be the sound of wind coming through. Well, I can assure you, it's neither of those. When someone is put in a pin drop, silent, and dangerous situation, they always they naturally have a heightened sense of awareness and alertness. To me, the sound was crystal clear. However, I couldn't recognize where it came from. So I looked around and everywhere, wondering where's the source of it. It was so weird. It didn't seem to come from above or below. All apartments were tightly shut and enclosed with no opening to outdoors for wind to come through. It was like a surround sound, which went like, ah... With a long echo flowing, following. As soon as it stopped, I turned around and asked the rest, Guys, did you hear what I saw? Did, did you hear what I just heard? All three of them no- nodded. Right away, I felt as though my legs were crippling. Moments later, Wayne managed to open the door. I had no idea why we still wanted to check out the room after hearing noises. He pushed it open, and it opened slowly with creaky noises. And one of the boys said, Oh my god, why is the fridge opened? I triggered panic. It was nothing really, but this reaction to the open fridge caused panic in all of us. 
So Wayne shut the door and all of us walked quickly to the lift and checked out. All without a doubt, we wanted to run, but the guys were pretending to stay cool and calm. When I returned the keys back to the receptionist, he did not question me at all. He obviously knows this place too well. It was barely five minutes and we heard voices already, let alone staying for the night. I still remember that scream so clearly in my head. I never really believed in spirits and ghosts, despite hearing stories from families and having minor encounters myself. But this occasion gave me reassurance that they indeed exist somewhere, somehow. And we drove away without looking back, telling ourselves to never step into Amber Court again, even if we got paid to go. That's when the saying goes, there's no such thing as free lunch. And ask anyone who knows about Genting Highlands and the place, and they would tell you the place is widely known for it, and it's not a myth. I, would th- I wouldn't be surprised if famous ghost hunters would pick this location <laughs> for their documentary. Odds, <laughs> <laughs> bro. We know where oh, we're going wait. next. Check out the outdoor, <laughs> check out the outdoor theme park, and then stay at Ambercot. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> no, no, thank I you. Wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah, stay. I'm, I'm kidding, bro. Maybe I'm kidding, just like picking. Siao, bro. <sighs> I got goosebumps, man. <coughs> I'm, I, I'm having goosebumps in my leg right now. Oh, I cannot wait. It's it's too it's too it's much too, too real, much to man. handle, man. Too much to handle. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's not, it, it it doesn't strike me as being too real. It just feels like it's too close it to home. Not. You know what I mean? Because mm. like Genting and Karak are highways, like are places that you would go yeah. or pass by, you know? Like Karak is a, is a highway that you have to get through to go to certain states. And Genting is a place, I mean, you go you go sure. there to like, you know, have, uh, you know, to have holidays and all <coughs> that. So it's like, you know, you can never be too sure and you know it's just it just it just hits close true, to home true. in that yes. sense um but yeah i think with that i think that's a good place to stop for today end off the yeah end off the stories because i mean i'm i'm getting goosebumps already guys <laughs> i'm just i'm just saying you know um but yeah i uh, hope you hope you enjoyed happy halloween uh hope this gave you got you into the festive season um. But yeah. Yeah. Why are you so scared? I don't know how to end already. Yeah. <laughs> I. I've been I've been reading for. Okay. But yeah. Minutes. Thank you guys so much for watching. As Isaac said, Happy Halloween. Make sure you check out uh check out our all our previous episodes on, uh YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Also follow us on Insta at everything under the sun dot, pod, which stands for, podcast. Recommend this to a friend. Who doesn't believe in spirits and ghosts and see what they say? Yeah. But you let them read, yeah. and then you see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I guess that's it from us this week. Uh see you all next week in another episode. Ciao's. Don't oh, play yeah. around with banana trees. No banana man. trees. No shit, deadly. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye bye. But yeah. See you. Goodbye.